Ready. Hey. Hi. Can I tell you a joke? Yeah, you got some corny joke. Uh, I have a couple really good ones. Corner to start yeah. us out. Yeah. Okay. A woman is sitting at her recently deceased husband's funeral. A man leans into her and asks, do you mind if I say a word? She's distraught and says, no, go right ahead. The man stands, clears his throat and says, plethora, and sits back down. Thanks, the woman said. That means a lot. Was that the joke? Yeah, do you not get it? It's a pun! How do you not get it? Okay, wait. Uh, say the punchline one more time. <laughs> the man stands, clears his throat, and says, Plethora, and sits back down. Thanks, the woman says. That means a lot. Oh, like it literally means a lot? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was so fucking painful. I know. <laughs> but that's not the one that had me giggling before. Well, I um, would hope not, because that was fucking atrocious. <laughs> What's red and bad for your teeth? Oh, is that like bricks? Yeah, a brick. No, that, those are... <laughs> no, those are funny. I always like um what's uh what's blue but smells like red paint? I don't know. Blue paint. What do you mean blue paint? What's do it again. What's blue but smells like red paint? Okay. Blue paint. All paint smells the same. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. I was like, why is that? What? Oh my god. Yeah, um, I like I like dumb shit like that. It's funny. Yeah. Um, not that first one you said. That was stupid. Oh my god. No, I love that one. I think it's really funny. Thanks. That means a lot. <sighs> um... <laughs> Uh, i i love really dumb dad jokes like i enjoy those yeah yeah Um, i can't think of a good one off the top of my head but i do enjoy them (laughs) yeah i feel bad because it's about dyslexia but also i feel like most dyslexics would find this hilarious let's do it a dyslexic man walks into a bra. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the whole joke. <laughs> no, I like that. That's good. Um, it's cute. It's really cute. Um, what do you call an alligator in a vest? An investigator. I love that it's one. It's the best one. Yeah. It's so good. Um, you can't run through a campsite. You can only ran because it's past tense. Why do I like these literary ones so much? Dude, I'm fucking over it. <laughs> I think they're funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so special. Yeah, we were discussing what to start the episode with, and it was either really shitty jokes or really shitty pickup lines and jokes one. So, so now I will be making all the decisions about how to start the jokes. <laughs> that was Rachel's idea. I feel like there are some people who are really going to appreciate the plethora joke and the past tense joke. <sighs> Whatever. You know. Maybe. Uh, oh, I I did have a correction from mm-hmm. last week. Okay. Um, I have had two people already send me very attractive cult leaders. 
Ooh, really? Yes. Interesting. Sophie. Um, she said Jared Le- Jared Leto has a cult, which he does. Shut the hell up! I don't find he it does. attractive. He ha- yes, but I'm just saying, like by standards, he's like relatively attractive. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, so he uh he has a cult, and she was like, "Listen, we can start a GoFundMe. I'll go." I'll investigate everything and come back and report about how it's a cult. And I was like, you wouldn't come back. You'd be, you would just, you'd stay there with Jared Leto because you love him. And she's like, no, I'd come back. I promise. I promise. But speaking of cults, I should probably save this for my padded room, but you got on the subject of cults. mm -hmm. I listened to my favorite murder episode that was just came out today. And they talk about the Elon school. Do you know about that? It's not really a cult. It's like this crazy, it's like this boarding school where they fucking like abused ch- like kids, like trouble, troubled kids. Ooh, it was what wild. What is it? The Elon school? No, like Elon Musk? Uh, I don't know if it's spelled the same. It's E-L-A-N. Elon Musk okay. spells it with an O. But uh, yeah, I was just fucking, it was really wild. Yeah, that's, hmm. Like, just crazy, crazy barbaric shit that they did to these kids. And it only got shut down in, like, 2011. Oh, that's good. I love when we find these horrific things that are recent, and you're just like, how is this happening? It's insane. Um, The second one was from my friend Tom. Uh, The woman's name is Teal Swan. Oh, okay. Did you Google her? I am now. I mean, she's certainly oh, not she's, hard to look at. She's an American spiritual teacher. So a cult leader. So you know. you're a cult. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's yeah. very pretty. Yeah. So Eesh. keep throwing them at me. I want to see them. I want to see. Good. Did Sophie tell you that one, too? No, that was my friend Tom. Oh, okay. Well, wow. So. And she's pretty hot. I'll say that. Yeah. Yep. There's some really very attractive. She has a pretty smile. Like, I mean, I don't think I'd join a cult for her. I need to hear her talk. But she's not bad looking. I just love how they call her a spiritual teacher. Oh, a spiritual teacher, a family. That's like I I argued with Sophie about whether or not Jared Leto's really was a cult because you have to pay to go there. And like, it's almost like a vacation the way and you can leave. So like, to me, that's not a cult. But like, that's not a cult. It's just probably like just a weird fucking but group jared leto was calling it a cult he's like yeah it's a cult and then he got a bunch of backlash for it so he was like he changed the wording it was like no it's a family i was like now it sounds even more like a cult um so leto, you can't just say things are cults <laughs> stop trying to make cult happen <laughs> yeah so anyway well, we are double recording, so I don't know if I have a correction for my story because we just recorded it. Right. And I don't know if this is going to be a bonus or if it's going to be a regular episode. It might be one or the other. I don't really care. You're going to get it when you get it. Um, my story. Yeah, you said it's like a little bit of a, like a mini, a little mini story. Yeah. So it's not long because it's really hard to find information about this. And like, I got three pages of information that's pieced together from about 3,000 fucking sources. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know. We're gonna see how far we get. All right. Let's see. 
All right. So uh, Pompeii and the eruption of Mount Vesuvius is one of the most well-known historical natural disasters. There are movies and books written about it, and we romanticize the final moments of the victims who perished in the hot ash, lava, and mud. Their horror forever enca- <laughs> their horror forever encapsulated in the substances that killed them. Um, there are a lot of other natural disasters that have happened like that, and we don't get as much information or coverage, or people have never even heard of them. And that's what happened to me, and that's how I stumbled across this story. So I was looking. And when did this his- happen? Pompeii? Yeah. I think 79 AD. Oh, yeah. So this is like... I think. Okay. I'm probably wrong. Not the movie. I, I mean, yeah. 79 AD. Um, this is not about Pompeii. This is about another disaster that happened. And oh no, no, it's okay. I mean, it's good to know. It gives you a timeline because this one's older than Pompeii. Oh, this one's older. Um, Holy shit! Yes. So this one they call the Pompeii of the East. Okay. Um, and it's 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 not as massive of a scale like Pompeii. They say anywhere from five thousand to ten thousand, maybe even more people perished. And this, not very, not as many people perished. But you also have to think of the time. Um, you know, it was much longer mm-hmm. in history than that. So, um, one of the cradles of ancient Chinese civilization, the town of. I am gonna. Why do I always pick stories that have names that I'm never going to be able to pronounce? It's okay. Uh, you got it. You probably don't, but it's fine. I tried to Google how to say it. Like, you know, you can have Google do the translate thing. Yeah. And it sounded like, uh, Raja. How's it spelled? L-A-J-I-A. Oh, shit. I have so no I would say Laja, but yeah. when I, when I clicked the little thing, like, you know, to make it say, it sounded like it said Laja. Okay. And then the translation is Raja in english all right so i don't know i apologize to the chinese people i am doing my best um i think it's laja Uh, so that's the name of the town it suffered a similar fate um it's known for being part of the history of the kija culture that could date back as far as 2250 bc it's really important to understanding that culture as well. Um, It's like a, the site dates back to like the late Neolithic and early bronze age. So it's like this weird transition between the two. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's located in the Gonting basin of the upper yellow river. The site has produced some really cool artifacts. Um, including noodles that are over 4,000 years old. Noodles? Noodles. Forbidden noodles. Because they're probably so fucking... They were made of, like, wheat and some other things, but they were perfectly preserved. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So they've gotten some... um, Forbidden noodles, band name, I called it. That's okay. You got it. Thanks. I love calling things that look like things we should eat, like forbidden fruit snacks and, like, like rocks, (laughs) like shiny rocks or forbidden fruit snacks. (laughs) That's so um, dumb, but I, I know, but I love it. Um, or if something just looks like, f- you know, food, I'll call it forbidden, whatever it looks like. <laughs> I like that. I'm so, doing that. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, so at the site, they uncovered four house foundations, 24 ash pits, six ash ditches, one moat that surrounded the entire little town, and Damn. one tomb. 
the site was discovered by archaeologists in 2000, and it covers an area of around 200,000 square meters. Uh, sheep were commonly domesticated animals in the area, followed by pigs and cattle. Um, they also found evidence that the sheep were collected for meat, not for wool. Um, so that was kind of interesting because, you know, when you think of sheep, you think of them being collected for mm-hmm. wool and like clothing. Maybe but, they made like gyros. Maybe. Is that lamb? Yeah, it's lamb. And it's Greek, not Chinese, but maybe. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's also gyro, I think. We all say it wrong. Gyro. <laughs> I'm not Greek, don't ask. Um, in the ruins of two of the four half underground cellar like houses that were excavated um, in what was a 400 home village. Damn. Human remains uh, that dated back to 3,500 to 4,000 years ago have been found. At the site of one house, the remains of 14 human beings in groups of three to five shocked the excavators as they started their dig. The 14 sets of human bones were found buried irregularly around the house, covering a floor space of roughly 14 square meters. Some Some were laying on their side. Others were entwined like they were in an embrace. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and others were like in a crawling position. Ooh, like they were trying to like get away, get out. Yeah, yeah. Um, near the round-shaped cooking stove in the center of the house, there's a skeleton that appeared to be an adult with a hand raised over their head and two legs that were kind of like arched together. It's possible that the person was actually killed before the body hit the ground because yeah. of that positioning. Um, a cluster of the remains of five people were found in the southwestern section of the house appearing to be four children under the protection of one older person near the east wall one could see a skeleton of an older person sitting against the wall propped up with the right hand and the left hand was holding a baby to its chest (laughs) um its face was actually very close to the head of the baby almost like the baby was you know they were like trying to console the baby Um, The baby's two tiny hands are fastened around the older person at the waist, giving an impression of pain and horror. Um, In another house, about two meters away, the remains of an elder and a baby in a similar posture were found. Uh, They were assumed to have died at about the same time as the 14 victims in the other house. So what they think happened is that an earthquake caused a mudslide. Oh, my God. Double whammy. And it just encapsulated the victims in the state of their death. See, that's um, what I was like, how do they just stay like that? Yep. So the mudslide kind of preserved their bodies in those positions and kind of preserved the skeletons and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I read some like varying articles about how the mudslide started. Some said it was just kind of like a natural disaster. Others said they think that the villagers actually caused the earthquake with like their farming and digging and things like that. That can um, cause an earthquake? I don't really know. That's, I, I, it was really fake. weird. <laughs> it was like something that they were doing to the earth that like fucked it up. Like they were, so, they were digging so low to the, down to the tectonic right? plates. <laughs> that they got it, yeah. Like, oh, Sonny, I got, I hit something. <laughs> right? And the whole fucking town just gets demolished. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's fucking... Yeah. 
fake news. <laughs> and I don't know if they meant that it caused like the shaking that caused the mudslide. So maybe not an actual earthquake, but whatever they were doing caused the mudslide is what they're saying. Um, okay. There's, there's no like, more. there's no evidence of what actually happened, obviously. So they're just kind of postulating this stuff. Um, so Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That just made so, me laugh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, it's funny. <laughs> they have they had the drilling equipment back then to actually fucking <laughs> like, do that. What? <laughs> so um but the mudslide actually did take out the entire village. Okay. Um so oh, God, that would be fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's really horrific when you're like piecing together the bits of this story. Um but again, like I said, there's not one place that has all of this together. There's 4,000 different articles from different archaeologists, and they're all conflicting. Well, it's just like so long ago. Yeah. So um, photographs of skeletal remains show a mother looking up above as she kneels on the floor with her arms around her young child. Archaeologists say they believe her child was a boy. Another pair of skeletons were also found locked in an embrace at the same site, this time lying down on the floor. And then I went over the other ones. So um, there, there was a group of, like, I found an article from these, these people, and it was a little confusing. Um, Chun, Chun Chang Wang, I'm probably fucking that up. I'm so sorry. I can't. I'm so bad with names, and especially when they're in different countries, and no, I feel like such a dick. You're doing the best you can. You're okay. I'm really trying. <laughs> um, and colleagues explained in a 2013 article that the enormous mud flows suddenly buried and destroyed the dwellings and killed the women and children at their homes. Um here this is where it goes into but these mud flows even though triggered by an earthquake were created partly by the early settlers themselves through soil erosion mass wasting and accumulation of debris on the hillsides which intensified largely by human disturbance of the landscape by bush clearance from 6000 to 3950 years before that okay so them ripping apart the hillsides and just accumulating shit didn't help yeah okay so the earthquake happened and caused the mudslides, but the mudslides might not have happened if they would have just left the landscape alone. Ooh, well, I mean, how the fuck are they supposed to know? There's right, yeah, I mean, yeah. So uh, the person who wrote this article, I got to get their name because I was so confused by so many fucking things on this. Um, they They had a really hard time, like, believing that just by looking at these skeletons, people could identify that it was a mother and a baby. Christina mm -hmm. Kilgrove is who wrote this article that I'm re referencing now. Okay. So um, her interest was piqued by the image of the skeletons of the child and mother embracing because the caption referred to mother and son. And what bothered her was that DNA was the only way to tell the sex of young children. Like adults you know, their pelvises are shaped different. Like there's different yeah. things, mm -hmm. but with children, that's not the case. Um, right. so the, the, uh, the images and like the captions really bothered her. Um, and, uh, there's a 2007 article in the American journal of physical anthropology by Shi Zhu Gao and other colleagues at Jilin university of China that deals with D the DNA analysis of the 16 skeletons, um, from the two houses 
that got destroyed by the mudslides. Okay. Um, Gal and colleagues wanted to know if the individuals were related. Um, and so they looked at the mitochondrial DNA and mitochondrial is passed down through the maternal line. Mm-hmm. Um, 12 DNA sequences from individuals found in one house were assigned to only five haplotypes, uh, which was consistent with a possible close kinship. The two skeletons, that adult woman who happened to be in her mid thirties mm-hmm. and a three to four year old child, um, the ones they assumed to be mother and child. Mm-hmm. Um, the only, like I, they don't think that they were actually mother and child is what I'm getting at. So do they think that they were related? Um, I go into that a little bit more. Okay. It gets really confusing because it starts talking about like the mtDNA and stuff, and that's always like, you know, that's really difficult. And, yeah, yeah, and we're not really sciency. No. Um. So again, the only way to tell the sex of a child is through DNA analysis. Um. But that publication had no information about the uh the sex of the child. So um. Gao and colleagues write that the two mtDNA sequences from the individuals differ from at least five differ from each other at five nucleotide positions, although these two subjects may be genetically linked by a mother and son or daughter relationship. This result unambiguously exlu- excludes kinship through the maternal lineage okay. so um they so explain not, that not- right mother and son or daughter they explain that these people did not share the same maternal line and that their mtdna haplotypes were different from the individuals in the other house okay um the patrilineal relationship is a possibility since their skeletal remains were found close together so like they could have it could have been a brother and sister it could you know like it and have the same dad like they don't they don't really know because they only did like the mtdna okay um there was one group that did represent a mother and child pair according to dna analysis uh a late a female in her late 20s and a one to two year old child from the other house um and it's not it's not the pairing that i'm talking about like a lot of this, like a lot of the DNA information is so scattered about this. So it's not that, that pair. So essentially they're saying that like, I don't know if you said this, sorry. When did they do this? They found this site in 2000. And when did they start doing the testing? Like right around that time? I mean, like it's been happening this whole time. Okay. They've been like working on it. So 20 years. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like and, and the thing is like this woman has been looking at like different different science like articles that have been released and stuff. And even the the explanations there are confusing because they're talking about like one familial group and showing a picture, but it might not be that picture of that de- skeleton that they're like testing. Mm-hmm. So that's why she's like I I couldn't find like clear images that show like that pair um mm-hmm you know, to cross reference with different articles. Um, so she, she thinks that maybe the woman could have been an aunt or maybe like an unrelated caregiver. They could have been part of an extended family, but the results seem to contradict the explanation that it's a mother protecting her child. Okay. Um, 
so it, it kind of like brings out the question of what family life was actually like back then and yeah. what the structure of a family was like in that village. So, you know, it could have been like what constituted a family. Um, so they could have been related in some sense, but not, it wasn't a mother and child. And that's like the go-to whenever you see like a figure protecting a, a child, it's usually like a mother and child. Well, like, you know, Asian cultures, like, historically are very, um, like, very familial, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, yeah. it, a family is not always, like, a nuclear family, like, it includes, like, a lot of the, yeah, the external members, so that, yeah, that's really interesting. This also talked a little bit about, like, a couple of the articles talked about, like, uh, population control in China and things like that. And I guess in that village, they found like, uh, examples of like, uh, like, you know, killing babies and things like that. Yeah. I couldn't, I, yeah. Like long time ago, like it's not in this, in this exact house we're talking about. Um, yeah, just, just when like they were the in general. Yeah. Dude, there's like barely any fucking people on the planet. Why are you trying to control the population? I don't, I truly don't know. And like, I didn't start reading that cause it honestly bothered me and I just didn't want to, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Well, I it was some kind of like cultural practice. Yeah. And it like, could have been And this, like it, her question is like, what does the protective stance of a woman over a child, not biologically her own mean for our understanding of bronze age China? That's really interesting, huh? Yeah. So, like, I just thought it was cool because it's worth it's worth noting, like, our automatic assumptions when we find things like this go to, like, mother and son. That's, like, the lovers in Pompeii. They thought that it was a male and female, but I think they recently found out it was actually two males. Um. So, it's things like that. No, no shit. I'm wow. fairly certain I read that. I might be making that up. Now I got to Google it. But I, I'm fairly certain I read that, that they ended up being um, two males. Um, I mean, that's but that's awesome. like, it just, um, it just makes me think, like, our automatic assumptions about shit is like, like, really, really fucked up. Yeah. Okay. The two embracing maidens of Pompeii are actually both men. Um, oh. Recent archaeological efforts have revealed the two figures are actually men with cat scan and dna tests including analysis of their bones and teeth a researcher determined that the men were about 18 and 20 years of age interesting i wonder if and people are saying they could have been gay lovers i mean could they have been brothers i mean do we not i don't know know if they did the like you know the familial dna tests or not but like this is back in two scandal yeah so, but here's the thing, though. We don't know anything about the time and how they lived on Pompeii. And we do know things about the time, but, like, maybe Pompeii was different. Maybe that was okay. Maybe it wasn't as taboo as, you know... Oh, I'm I'm nearly certain that that... I mean, you know, like, the ancient... The Greeks like, and everything. That Greeks was, like... Romans, they, they voted yeah. whatever they wanted. Like, right. They were, like, very progressive. <laughs> right. So, and pirates were a lot more gay than anybody thinks. I just want to point that out too. It has uh, nothing to do with anything but gay, but like, you know. Their booty. <laughs> I hated that. Well, I <laughs> yeah, so I don't I don't know. Like I found the story and like um I actually found it on TikTok of all places. Um there is a creator who takes these uh the images of like the bones mm-hmm. and draws them as what they might have looked like 
That's awesome. And then they like go over the skeleton with like their pen and it turns it into the new picture. So you can wow. see what they look like, like a mother and child embracing. That's so cool. Yeah. So that's how I found it. Um, it's one of my favorite TikToks and I can't remember the name right now. So sorry for not giving you credit, but here we are. Um, that can be your yeah. correction for next time. That, yeah, that can be my correction for next time. But yeah, so I just thought this was really neat and it just plays on like our automatic assumptions, what we audit, like what we favor without even realizing. Well, I think it's fascinating for like so many reasons. Like, um, it gives you an idea of what that culture might have been like. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that their like positions were um, were like preserved in the ways they died—that's crazy. Like mm-hmm. that. That's really that's cool. I like it. Yeah, I uh, I just really thought it was cool, and I wanted to share it, but I just couldn't find enough information. And I wasn't sure if it would end up being long enough. Well, probably not a lot of information exists, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, they're still, like, digging stuff up every day, so. Yeah, you can F it. We're at, we're gonna be over 30 minutes. We can make this an episode. Yeah, we can. So there you go. There's your, there's your fucking historical DNA. I like it. That was good. I like that. That was really cool. Yeah, so. Um, well. You better have a fucking... Padded room now. I didn't have one before. You go. You first. I don't have one. I gave mine already. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I guess I'll share this. I did... So, it's always been, like, a long-term goal to um, do my yoga teacher training. hmm And because of COVID, like, some good things come out of COVID, being... One of them being that I am doing it virtually for, like... <laughs> one billionth of the price that you would be doing it in person (laughs) nice yeah so i've been starting that um like okay if anyone's familiar with yoga 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 teacher training is twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars fuck yeah and i'm like well i'll have to save money if i want to do that i paid three hundred and seventy five dollars oh my god uh, yeah, so I've been starting that, and it's really cool. Um, I like it a lot, and that's my padded room, so fuck off. <laughs> no, I mean, that's good. That's a good padded room. That's not bad. Okay, thanks. Thanks for I validating don't... me. No, that's that's really cool. I'm glad you saved hella money, because, like, fuck. Hella money. Hella money. That's, I'm... like, fucking crazy. And I'm trying to be zen as fuck and everything, so. Yeah. Hopefully it works. <laughs> yeah, that's like, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, I, I guess my, my pad if you room... you tell me a joke, I'll fucking scream. If I tell you what? A joke. <laughs> oh my god, no, no. I mean, it's kind of a joke, but it's my life. Like, my life is a joke, so like, you're, that's you're all. Through, you're going through some shit. <laughs> I'm going through some shit, yeah. Like, I can't, I'm, I sit here and I'm like, is this really my life right now? Like, what the fuck is happening? Um, but anyway, I was talking to my friend, um, and we were discussing, like, trauma, and just how, like, you know, how... <laughs> How our trauma makes us have a very different sense of humor than most people. Dark. <laughs> very dark. So we were talking about magnet fishing and I was like telling her how someone has actually found a dead body magnet fishing because the people's hands were handcuffed together. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ended up pulling a body up because the magnet was strong enough for the handcuffs. 
And she was like, oh my God, can you imagine if you and I fucking found a body? And I was like, yeah, I think everyone would be really concerned. Like, oh my God, are you okay? And you and I would just kind of be like, yeah, man, like this isn't even, this isn't even in the top 10 most traumatic experiences that has ever happened in my fucking life. And like the average human that would probably wreck them to find a dead body. Okay. Like this is gonna, no, like this is gonna sound so (laughs) fucked up of me, but like, I kind of like am so jealous of that happening to someone. No, I mean, it doesn't sound fucked up because I mean, we make, I never want someone to die. Let me be clear about that. Like, I'm never excited that someone has passed away. But like, it's like you see all these people and you're like, what the fuck? All this exciting shit gets to happen to them. I think that's why we get that jealousy. It's like you would have the best story forever the best fucking story and that's like she was like we'd be walking up to people and be like yeah i found a dead body and they'd be like oh my god are you okay and we'd be like yeah bro like this isn't even no dude i'm like i'm telling doesn't even you rank. Really cool. <laughs> yeah like listen like, to me this is exciting um can you imagine all the times that um like whenever you have to be when you're in like i don't know a class or like what the, like a training what the fuck ever and they're like um, tell us uh, your name, where you're from, and an interesting, interesting fact, fact. About I'd be like, um, I fucking pulled up a dead body from a river with a well, fucking magnet fishing magnet. Yeah. Oh, I would tell that story every fucking time, and nobody in class would ever talk to me again. So I kind of achieved two goals. I was just about to say, win, win. Yeah. You get yeah. to be that weird girl. <laughs> no one talks. Yes. To you. No I get a little you. flashback of high school. It's great, and yeah, then I don't exactly. have to. <laughs> But yeah, so um, we were just joking about like our tra- like how trauma and I was like, you know what trauma is just like a little it adds a little extra spice to our personalities, you know, it's like a little bit of Mrs. Dash, you know, to our personalities. Yeah, it's like a little, so just a little, you know, that uh, like, it's like MSG, like, you yeah, don't really, you don't, it's you don't not really, good for you. It's not but, good for you and you don't want it. But when it's there, it just makes things taste a little better. Yeah, just a little. So like, it just, you know, it, and it was part of like, we were joking about the pandemic about like, how everyone was just in a state of panic. And we were very calm. I think you and I discussed this too. Like we were relatively calm. Um, and had gotten asked, like, why are you so calm? I'm like, this is my everyday fucking life. Like, what you're experiencing right now, this panic. I'm anxious all the fucking time, Yeah, bro. this is how I feel 24 fucking 7. And I promise you, I've played this scenario out in my head about a hundred times already. So, you know, just another fucking day, man. So, <sighs> yeah. Here, here. So, yeah kind of a kind of a bump well no i mean i think it's fucking funny but again that's my that's my dark sense of humor like i if i don't laugh about it like if i'm not throwing out finger guns while having a fucking mental breakdown like you know what's the point (laughs) yeah i mean you gotta make it you gotta you gotta make it livable you know (laughs) if if i'm not sobbing and pointing at you like hey while i'm doing it <laughs> there's no point to life <laughs> no come on now so yeah anyway so that that's my padded room uh trauma is just a little bit of mrs dash on your personality <laughs> so <laughs> it's a little seasonal that's all um any updates buy our patreon shit buy our patreon shit um or a t-shirt either way 
a t-shirt just fucking please buy something please but here's the thing if you subscribe to the patreon you get a t-shirt so, so just do that it's a win-win there's that too um you get bonus content question live question and answer sessions with us i'll send you a cool fucking animal that is personalized for you i'll even do it in a video chat if you want you get to chat with us and hang out let's do it Rachel so check out nudes just kidding she just kidding i won't if you subscribe, I won't send them. That was the whole key. Remember, that was oh, the draw. That's right. But if you don't, I, then she will. This is your only fucking warning. And it's um, going to be no shave season, people. It, listen, my life is no shave season. Let me just make that fucking clear. Fair enough. I will always have wooly legs and I'm just over it. On that note, follow us on social media. I was about to say, on that note, fuck your beauty standards. <laughs> and follow us on social media. <laughs> yeah, please too. Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Chardonnay and DNA on Instagram. Chardonnay ampersand. I said ampersand, not You did. Wow. Uh, fucking fancy. I know. Whew, that surprised me. Mm. Um, anyway, Chardonnay ampersand DNA on Facebook. Um, we don't fucking use Twitter, but if you want to find us there, it's Chardonnay DNA. Website, ChardonnayandDNA.com. Gmail is the same fucking thing but at gmail.com and buy our shit and stuff okay yeah here's your animals ready okay baby numb bat <laughs> it's not a bat <laughs> it's n-u-m-b-a-t oh I, I... they're so tiny oh it's cute they're an endangered species oh um and then that's pretty very cute. cute and then a baby gundy g-u-n-d-i i feel like i went to school with someone with that last name that's gundy. weird oh it's a little mm-hmm. okay he's little babies ones. today good okay well there's there's your fucking animals all right well good night and good luck not not eat glass and eat glass <laughs> are we staring away from that so we stop telling people to fucking do math um no i'm not go ahead and okay do math. i don't care <laughs> at this point what does it fucking matter yeah <laughs> all right bye, bye.